Welcome to this episode of Insomnia. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Insomnia. I'm going to continue the conversation on noir. It's very nighttime, like the rain is falling. I'm watching TCM. I'm thinking of Hopper's Nighthawks and a noir plays. Um, a couple of years ago, I wrote an article for The Wrap on Los Angeles private eye noirs, and I updated it recently and put it on Medium. So I thought that because I was going to talk about The Big Sleep, I would read from that article and, and you could listen to the podcast. And then if you'd like, you know, go check out the article also. Um, so I think that, um, you know, a big part of my life is talking about movies, watching movies, thinking about movies. And it's nice to take a break from the news. Um, I have to, to try to stay sane. It's not that my heart isn't breaking for New York. It is. You can look at my Instagram. I used to live in New York. I lived in LA. It's just that I have to try to sort of block it out for a little bit. So I'm just not completely overcome. Um, I already discussed uh, Kiss Me Deadly, which is a great one. Um, and I, I think it's kind of fun to think about if, you know, you just can have sort of like a film festival from your couch and, and check out some of the different ones. Um, one of the lines that I love from The Big Sleep is when Bogey um, walks into um, the bookstore. It's A.G. Geiger's Rare Books and Deluxe Editions. And she says to him, you begin to interest me vaguely. So we know that The Big Sleep is Raymond Chandler's Philip Marlowe. It's Bogey, Lauren Bacall. And basically, he's investigating, I believe it's the Sternwoods, and um, it's a very convoluted plot. And it's kind of famous because Chandler said even he didn't really understand um, the plot. It's kind of known that it has a meandering plot. Um, you know, it has a real 1940s flair. You know, she, um, Bacall goes to a gambling house with a shady character named Mars. It has a lot of really kind of amazing characters in it, a lot like um, Malte Falcon does. Um, it's directed by Howard Hawks. The screenplay is co-written by William Faulkner. Um, so it's there's another interesting scene with Bacall where she sings a lounge song in that deep, raspy voice of hers. And the lyrics are pretty 1940s. Um, they're, she's a real sad tomato. She's a busted valentine. Knows her mama done told her that a man is darn unkind. And her tears flowed like wine. Yes, her tears flowed like wine. She's a real sad tomato. She's a busted valentine. Knows her mama done told her that a man is darned unkind. So The Big Sleep has a convoluted plot, amazing acting, amazing twists, um, some interesting shots of L.A., and you really just can't beat Bogey as Philip Marlowe. 
Um, the next L.A. noir with a, a P.I. is Murder, My Sweet, which is also based on a Chandler classic, um, Farewell, My Lovely. And it's a little bit different than the book, but um, Marlowe really experiences vintage 1940s L.A. with nightclubs, Tony homes behind gates, bungalows, and an inevitable beach house. A lot of noirs, including Kiss Me Deadly and Murder, My Sweet, and the climax and also Mildred Pierce with a beach house climactic moment. It's kind of where everything in Murder, My Sweet, Dick Powell plays an understated Marlowe. <clears throat> a little bit different than Bogey. Um, Ed Dimitrick's direction and nighttime LA exterior shots all lit up in neon really aren't to be missed. It's a very noir feeling um, of showing, you know, the electricity and the neon lights at night. And this one is a classic first-person hard-boiled detective noir that um, it's a tight thriller with good acting. It features sort of a great menace of L.A. at night. It's all shrouded in shadow, classic film noir milieu. It's one of the best. There's even a scene where um, Dick Powell is unconscious and he's like coming to in a scene. Um, so it's it's a really good one. And the plot's actually kind of good. And it's um, a tight plot and it's pretty compelling with a lot of characters. And so that one's right up there. Um, the next one I'd like to highlight is Crisscross. This one is, this is an amazing noir. It's a little bit dark, um, darker than some of the other than The Big Sleep or Farewell, My Lovely slash Murder, My Sweet. Um, it's a true noir. It's filmed in this amazing silvery black and white that it just pops really off the screen. Um, and it uses locations that are classic noir landmarks and locations in L.A., such as Angel's Flight and Bunker Hill. Um, it stars Burt Lancaster. He's the sap who gets double-crossed. Uh, it features really eerie shots, um, you know, like Union Station is also used. Um, it's also kind of interesting because this is a heist noir. So we have Hitchcock. Spy noir was notorious. Then we have regular PI noirs, and then this one is a heist. And uh, the actress Yvonne DiCarlo is absolutely amazing, and she's got this pantsuit, and you know you can't really resist her asking the way to Zuma Beach. Where is it? Well, it's in Malibu. <laughs> so crisscross is a great one, and not to be missed. Um, the other one I have is the Crooked Way, which um, stylistically. Doesn't really have as much panache as the other noirs, but the plot is fascinating. A veteran has amnesia and must travel from San Francisco to L.A. to find out who he is. It's kind of in the vein of other amnesic thrillers like D.O.A. D.O.A. is a really good one. Um, and it also uses classic noir locations in Los Angeles like Union Station, Crisscross, and the Hall of Justice, which is used a lot in Mildred Pierce. Um I devoted an entire episode to my all-time favorite noir um, in L.A., which is Kiss Me Deadly, and that's a sci-fi noir. So it's interesting. We have these different subgenres of film noir. We have The Private Eye, and then within that, we have elements of sci-fi. We have elements of spy films, elements of heist, um, even a little bit of romance and World War II intrigue. And with Kiss Me Deadly, you have them all searching for this radioactive suitcase, kind of in an homage to Tarantino. And 
you know, great shots of him driving around in his Corvette uh, convertible on location in LA at night with one of the best openings ever. And it's pretty eerie. So I think it's a great thing to do, especially if you can't sleep and you have insomnia kind of curl up, sit back. It's like a great mystery, you know, looking at these great um, film noirs from the 40s. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Insomnia. I just wanted to let you know that there's a way that you can click on a link through my podcast and you can leave me a voice message and I can respond to questions and comments. Thank you for listening and I hope you get some sleep. Join us next time at Insomnia. Insomnia.